Hey lovelies and welcome back to Gloss Girl Diaries. I'm Tina and I'll be joined by my beautiful co-host Candice where we are going to unlock the secrets to bridal beauty but also navigate the twists and turns of wedding planning. So grab a seat or pop your headphones on and let's chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome again back to the Gloss Girl Diaries. Hi, Um, everybody. (laughs) We're here to do a bit of a recap. This is part two. Mm. Ready, Candice? I am. Yep. Yep. (laughs) There's so much. There's just so much that we need to get through. So I know. We had to do a part two of um, of vendors. So uh, yesterday um, we had a little bit of a chat about Um, the top four things that you need to book first, which if you listen to the first one, I missed one very crucial one. So um, you can guess which one that was as I repeat (laughs) this, but it was venue caterers are in one, photographer, videographer, and celebrant. Which one do you reckon I forgot? (laughs) I don't know. Let's just say you really need this one to get married. (laughs) You actually do need this one. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot get married without this one. <laughs> it's illegal. It is. Well, it is illegal. Like you can get married without this one. However, it will not be a legal, legal. binding of people. That's right. So, you know, so, yeah, to give the recap, those are the top four things that we, you know, we recommend, highly recommend in our experience in the time that we've spent with our um, thousands of rides um, really are the first things you need to be uh, booking. Mm. And because we, uh, you know, we work with a lot of amazing vendors here in the Hunter Valley and in other places that we have worked before that we just know that these are the ones you've got to get locked in. So to recap, basically this is all about your priorities, but those top four things you're always going to need a celebrant to make it legal. You're going to need a venue. So whether that is something really low-key um, or whether it's your backyard, whether it is um, a chapel, you're going to need a venue of some sort, somewhere you stand to say, I do. Um, and 9 out of 10, if not 9.9% of people, whatever, 100% of people usually want a photographer or a videographer or both. Hmm. Um, and these guys, they can only do one on a day. So you have to lock them in if you want a particular date or, of course, you want those particular vendors for your wedding day. Mm -hmm. So um, I think we're all in agreement on that one. And then we did a little bit of a touch base on um, wedding dress shopping. Um, We talked about the other vendors that you'll need to book and there's a good chance I may forget some, Mm -hmm. but... Um, you know, you've got your dress, you know, um, or your suits. You've got your hair and makeup, your florist, your stationery. If you save the dates, your signs. Um, look, there is so much to mm-hmm. think about. Um, oh, you know, what about all the extras, Candice? You yeah, know, like um, cakes. There's cakes that, you know, need to be yeah, made. I don't know. Is cake separate? I mean, does everybody have a cake for their wedding? So maybe an essential, that one. Maybe. Um, yeah, accommodation. Yeah, uh, if, accommodation, you know, especially if it is a um, a destination wedding, or if you're not from the Hunter Valley, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, band. Yes. Yep. 
Well, yeah, and the accommodation, sorry, just because I cut you off there, um, especially if it's a destination wedding, like you've got to um, not only organise a wedding party, but unfortunately um, most of the time you're organising your guests as well to make sure that they um, can get somewhere. I mean, Mm it doesn't even have to be the Hunter Valley. You know, we've got a lot of options here, but what if you're getting married in Fiji or Bali, Mm. Mm. you know, um, middle of nowhere? Yeah, you need to think about, you know, how many people and I guess that also can factor into what what venue you choose as well. If you are having a larger wedding with people that are coming from overseas or out of town, um, you know, somewhere that is easy for them to access or that has some sort of transport systems. Like I know that um, quite a few of the venues have buses that will transport people back and forth or um, yes there's someone else you've got to organize yeah you can hire buses um i know that the hunter has quite a a range of different buses around that um you know can take people to and from different locations if your ceremony and your reception are at two different locations um yeah so or there's there's quite a bit with like accommodation that needs to be sort of thought about yeah and i think that um it's probably something that a lot of people leave to the last minute as long as they're sort of organised. You kind of, you know, if you're planning your wedding, you know, 12 to 18 months out, um, I guess you're not really thinking about, well, where am I going to sleep in some ways because you're just trying to get everything organised. Mm-hmm. So maybe bride and groom you're organising somewhere and your honeymoon afterwards, which is something else that you have to, you know, organise if you're taking a honeymoon. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's mum and dad. It's auntie... Uh, Auntie Shazza, mm-hmm. you know, Uncle it's Bob. Even, it's even the day before, like us as hair and makeup artists, where are we going to be doing hair and makeup? Um, you know, that accommodation needs to be booked for the bridal party either the night before or, you know, the, the morning of. Yeah, well. 100%. Mm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So, you know, we're looking at, um, well, let's just for, you know, argument's sake, a lot of people book their wedding, say, 12, 12 months in advance. Mm-hmm some more, some less, Hmm. Um, you know. So what do you think, Candice? You know, so we've got the top four things. So obviously it's pretty much as soon as we get engaged, a couple of weeks later when, when, you know, everything's sort of happening, we're organising an engagement party or, Hmm. you know, that's sort of the first thing we're sort of booking in. So, you know, organising that. Yeah, you're organising that, but also um, I guess in that top four would be if you're looking at getting a wedding planner, um, that would probably one of the be one of the biggest things that you are sort of trying to organise to start, um, you know, with alongside the venue. Um, and oh, and if you've got the budget to get a wedding planner, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. 100%, get yourself one. Um, and, you know, because they – they take a lot of this stress out of it. But being realistic, a lot of people um, aren't in a position to want to spend the an, an extra, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, $1,500 to $5,000 to plan their wedding. Plan the wedding, yeah. Um, and it could be more than that. Um, and, and Sorry, you go. <laughs> no, go. Um, and a lot of venues actually have a wedding consultant or a wedding planner um, yeah. that will help plan it all for you as well or put you in touch with the right people. Well, um, yeah, uh, well, they do. But what that's actually probably a really big thing for discussion because there is a big difference between a wedding planner and a venue coordinator. 
So, you know, when you are booking your venue, and we have some amazing ones up here, one of them being the White Barn, Mm. Sue, who runs and owns the White Barn, is incredible. She will actually bring you in and she says you don't need a wedding planner here. You don't need an on-the-day coordinator because we do it all for you. Okay. So if you're using a wedding planner, you're wanting a wedding planner for the lead-up. You want someone to be calling your vendors, double-checking what time they're going to be there, even on the morning of the wedding being available for you mm. and making sure everything's ready to go. But once you arrive at your venue, a lot of places up here will have their own venue coordinator. So they're the ones that are making sure that your dinner service is on time, mm-hmm. the time that you've set aside to cut the cake, you know, that your um, DJ is going to play your music when it needs to be played. Mm-hmm. If you're they a wedding, that you coordinate table, that. Yeah, but they're not table a wedding Yes, table settings. And often, you know, um, depends. There are some venues that will actually have um, everything available for you to purchase or at a, at a higher cost mm-hmm. to decorate the room. Um, some don't. So you have to bring in other people. And then those other people need to um, have a conversation with the venue to make sure everybody can get there on time. So there is a lot of coordinating. Mm-hmm. So you have to work out with your venue whether they are comfortable with you having somebody else coordinate the night or the day or whether, like the White Barn, you've got someone who literally is past the baton. If you've yeah. got a wedding planner, pass the baton, we'll do the day, you do the rest. So, you know, it really does depend. And they're, they're questions that you'll need to ask. And um, for those who are listening, Candice and I have had this discussion that we, I think we're going to actually do a separate podcast for each uh, vendor. So you can get, we can give you a little bit more in-depth information on the kind of things that um, you should be asking. Yeah. You yeah, know, because yeah. the questions are super important. But definitely, um, like what's included um, in the package that they offer. You know, yes. because if if there's any misunderstanding there, then on the day you might not end up with any table settings if that hasn't been pre- <laughs> if that hasn't been pre- I shouldn't <laughs> laugh, but what a disaster! What a well, disaster! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but potentially could happen if you haven't asked the right questions, or if you don't understand the contract, oh. or if you don't understand, um, you know, what what they are what is their responsibilities and what is yours I think um to try and yeah it'll definitely be an episode of um, (laughs) yeah discussions with vendors Mm. definitely um and then so what do you think like nine to sort of 12 months I mean obviously we're hair and makeup artists so we would say definitely definitely hair and makeup yeah you know um well look as it stands with gloss girl you know, we've, we're taking bookings into 2025 right now. So mm. we're at the end of 23 and I think we've been taking bookings since the middle of the year, since July. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had to sort of, you know, slow the 2025 down a bit because, you know, obviously we can get booked up. You know, we're doing anywhere from 200 to 350, 400 weddings a year. Um, so, you know, booking in advance is Mm. beneficial because once again, your stylist uh, generally is only going to be doing one wedding a day. Um, there is a rare occasion that I do more than one. For Mm. example, I have an early morning and I have a late night. So I do, um, a lot of elopements as well. So I'm able to do that. However, um, most people just do, yeah, one. One. And when I send our stylist out, just one. So. 
And that also depends on the size of the bridal party too. Oh, 100%. The bigger the bridal party as well, um, you know, you might need two stylists, you might need two hair and makeup artists, so that's four people. um, And these things need to be, yeah, yeah, and they need to be organised in advance. Um, For example, you know, if your bridal party is five people, but then you, you then you've got mums or mm. um, grandma or aunties yeah. or friends that want to yeah. come and enjoy the morning with you. Um, very lucky here at Gloss Girl, we have a beautiful team of women who, you know, we can send out multiple stylists, mm. but that's not always the case. So if you're, you know, um, wanting a particular makeup artist or a particular hairstylist. Um, to do your hair and makeup, you have to make sure they you lock it in for yourself, and then you know obviously find out whether you can help out because most I think I don't know we do up to ten people mm. in one sitting, but you got to remember it's an hour per makeup. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. Well, you and I did one what a couple of days ago that was we started at five thirty um, yeah. because we had was it seven seven people to get ready by twelve. Yeah. So just, yeah, I, and we will do an episode on timing and how long to book for hair and makeup and schedules for the day um, of, you know, how long to, yeah, I guess allocate per person. Yeah, definitely. Um, because it is a, it's a world of its own figuring out timing. So, you know, but mm. hopefully with talking about um, this today, it just gives you a rough idea you know, of when to book your vendors and every vendor will be different. So, you know, this is just my experience, Candice's experiences, um, our conversations we've had with our vendor friends um, of how they feel about when they want to be booked in. Mm. Um, So, you know, this is also, you know, it's completely up to you. If you want to book your hair and makeup at the same time as booking your venue because you just can't bear the thought of not having you know, well, of course, gloss girl, do your makeup. Of gloss girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or whomever, yeah. because there are a gazillion amazing um, hair and makeup artists out there. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, you just book them. Book them whenever. If you know who you want, get them locked in. That's, That's right. That is my tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you know who you want, lock them in even and though, get them locked in. Even though we're going through this timeline, if things are more important to you, then like the next thing that I guess we'll talk about is kind of invitations and stationery and stuff. But mm. if that's more important to you to lock in or if you know that you're, you're getting it from an overseas supplier, um, then you might need to get it sooner. So us going through this timeline is not locking it in as in this is exactly when you should do it. it you know, this is, I guess, um, organic and depending on what you would prefer to lock in first or what your priority is. And and some of these things um, you have to remember you don't need to know exactly what you want. You just need to know that you want to work with that particular vendor. Mm. Like I don't expect you 12 months out from your wedding to send me a picture of exactly what you want. No. Um, I don't need a description of whether you want glam makeup or soft natural or barely there. I don't need those details. Um, and quite honestly, we will talk about it when we talk about hair and makeup separately. Um, but the same thing would go for um, your cake. You just mm. know that you want to work with that cake person. So often um, there's a couple of great cake makers here 
um, that I've worked with before and they send out sample boxes or they organize a sample day and you can come and try their cakes. Oh, I just um, want to do that. <laughs> without, well, I mean, who doesn't want to do that, right? <laughs> just pretend you're getting married, guys, and just order a cake sample box. <laughs> So, you know, you can get these things and you can taste these cakes and then you know whether that's someone, whether that's what you, you want, want for your wedding day. So, Yeah, but decision um, doesn't need to be made then and there of the shape well, or the size or the colour, you know. No, that's right. So this is just the date. Yes, this is just the date, locking in the date. And um, the date is um, often, as we spoke about in part one, is is mainly either whether you've got a special date that you need to work your vendors into or whether you've found the perfect venue or photographer that can give you a particular date and then everyone else has to work around them. Mm. There has to be that something, Mm. you know, that works on the date. But, yeah, there's, you know, still, yeah, definitely 9 to 12 months out with, you know, hair and makeup, cake, invitations, Mm. as you mentioned before, and stationery. Transport. Um, Transport, yep. Um, But also... Um, on stationery, there's a lot involved in stationery. Mm. So it's once again, you've got to figure out whether you're with those people specifically, with the person who's doing your stationery. It's not like it, it, it used to be, you know, like it's not just a save the date and an invitation. There's so much more to it now, you know, because you've got your signs around your venue because a lot of your stationery people will do that, you know, so... Um, you know, your welcome mm. sign, your welcome sign that's in your reception, mm-hmm. at your ceremony, your dessert table sign. You know, mm. there's a lot to involved in stationery as well. And seating, so, seating charts, seating arrangements. Seating charts. You know, that can all come from stationery as well. Oh, gosh, seating charts. <laughs> I just, I'm not talking about seating charts today. That's for another day. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's it. <laughs> We're anti-seating charts. <laughs> yes, those things all need to be done. Yeah, definitely nine to 12 months before. And then you're moving down and you've probably got six to nine months for what? Um, your extras, like DJ, do you reckon? Yeah. Musicians, photo yeah. booth somewhere. Yeah, They'd be around your six to nine months. Yeah, uh, any lighting that you want or like specific decor. Um, like if you are doing your own table settings, I would say, you know, at oh, least gosh. six to 12 months. Um, yeah, before. see, and that's the other thing we spoke about. You know, you might have to move that up because if you're starting to collect um, vases or, mm-hmm. you know, greenery and, you know, there's a lot of, there's lots of fun things to do with decor though. And you can jump on um, the social media platforms, you know, with, um, you know, the wedding forums, you know, buy, swap, sells, oh, you yeah. know, because there's wedding ones. Yeah. So if you yeah. jump onto those, you can see, um, I saw one the other day, a bride was literally selling everything. Yeah. She's like, my wedding's over. Do you want the same style as me? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me. Here's the pack, which is yeah, actually quite an economical. Done. Yeah. It's an economical way to do it because then, you know, if you are getting flowers and the florist needs to provide those, then you mm-hmm. can just say, oh, here's the picture of her wedding. Just do it like this. And it you could know? be cost effective, you know. Oh, yeah. um, but of course, there's amazing higher places, which really aren't that expensive either when you look into it because you get what you want and they look after it all. They, yeah. decorate it for you they drop it off pick it up you know you don't have to worry about it diy is next level yeah you know, and i you think do that yourself i think also from sorry to 
bring it to this perspective, but from a sustainability perspective, it's always better to buy things secondhand from, um, you know, rather than having to throw things out or having to store them in your house. Like I have zero storage in my house. There's no way that I could store, you know, 300, like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know, 300, you know, place setting mm. things. Um, so I think, you know, from a sustainable perspective to, to hire somebody or to buy secondhand is quite a good way to do it too. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think mm. that once again, depends on the, um, theme to your wedding, what you like. I mean, I had amazing fresh flowers throughout my whole wedding and I did not care about sustainability. Those flowers mm. were mine. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I also didn't have a lot of decor in other in other ways so do you know what I mean it, it, it really does depend but it's yeah I would definitely be going secondhand or um hiring for yeah you know, table settings candles vases you know all those things are amazing yeah yeah absolutely and then I guess coming back to like entertainment think about things like your ceremony musician if you're having somebody different to your entertainment that you're having at night as well um your band so if you're having somebody then they would need to be booked um in you know for the ceremony so you might end up having you know two or three different um, musos that you need to book in you might have your ceremony one you might have your um like your entertainment or your band and then you might have a dj you know yeah. for your for your party stuff so and i think um with all of these things like there's you know a lot of information that goes into each and every vendor and i think um talking about the overwhelm of planning a wedding Um, This is why we're doing this podcast, to to give you some guidance and rough estimates. You know, you might go to your florist and say, I don't know who told you you needed to be here 12 months prior. Mm. And uh, then you might go to another florist and said, what do you mean? I need more than 12 months. (laughs) So this is all relative to, you know, um, however, um, it's really, yeah, you need to take it all, um, it's a rough estimate of when I would be looking at it. And the sooner the better with everything. Yeah. You can knock it all out in the first, you know, 12 months before your wedding, lock it in. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? absolutely. This is kind of, you know, yeah, moving yeah. moving down the list, I guess, of the extras. Like, mm. of course, you need a celebrant to get married and you want to capture it with a photographer and you need to look hot, so you need hair and makeup. Yeah. Um. So, you know, obviously they're ones that you want to lock in immediately. Mm-hmm. If you forget the candles, your guests aren't even going to know. No. Um, they're just going to be like, is the food good? You know, so. Yeah, that's right. But if you forget to book a venue, then. Oh, you're kind of in trouble. You, yeah. 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 Um, and then I guess kind of everything from there sort of falls, like they're, they're probably the priority things I would say. Um, and then it kind of just goes into like meetings, doesn't it? Like once you've looked things in, it just goes through like signing contracts, reviewing contracts, checking on, um, you know, making sure that like everything's in place for your wedding day, um, trying to take. Well, as we mentioned in part one, well, I said my tip of the day, red flag, if you're not signing a contract, it ain't locked in. Mm. So, you know, your contracts definitely need to be done when you're booking it in. Mm. So uh, don't ring someone and go, hey, I was looking at, you know, booking you in to do um, my setup or I was thinking about the venue and, yep, that's great. Oh, so you are available. That's amazing. And walk away because it ain't locked in. No. So, you know, there are contracts with every vendor that I've, I've worked with 
um, mm. because it's it is supporting you as a bride um, and it is supporting the vendors yeah. um, to make sure that everything goes to plan and making sure that, you know, um, nothing goes wrong really, yeah. that you're locked in. Yep. Um, so, you know, everything moving forward should, yeah, definitely have those contracts. And, yeah, when you come coming down closer, yeah, reread your contracts, make sure you what's, you know, included, whether you need to add something in, whether you need to change things, whether you can um, adjust things as well. Mm. Um, so you're definitely worth knowing what's in your contracts. But don't stress about it, you know, 12 months out from your wedding, but you will need to read them and sign them. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you, yeah, you need to know what's in them and, and the expectations, definitely. Mm. Yep. Yep. Awesome. I don't know if we've, I'm trying to think of if we've sort of covered most of the. Um... Look, I really feel like there's, there's always more you can add to a wedding. There are so many other things out there. There's oh, an incredible thing that's been happening a lot around here at the moment is um, the live artists. Have you seen that? No. Oh my gosh! So these 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 artists, like painters, turn up to your wedding day, oh, and they yeah. paint you. They paint a, a picture of you on your wedding day. Yes. So from ceremony, and then they present it to you at the end of the night, like oh. they're painting your whole ceremony. There's like this. It's so cool. So, I've seen them on, uh, I think socials, but I haven't actually yep. seen one at a wedding yet. Oh, I've seen, well, obviously we're not at the wedding, so we don't get to go there, but I guess our brides tell us about it. Or I often, um, you know, our brides are following us on socials and I I, I will follow everyone back pretty much. Mm, <laughs> so if you want to jump onto Gloss Girl Bridal Story socials, I'll follow you back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, I love to see what's going on. I love to see their little videos that they post and I love to see how the day turned out because, you yeah. know, we're just the beginning. Yeah. And there's been a lot and I've loved it, especially when they're getting married. Um, I think I saw one at a Miss Wood retreats the other week and they had, um, at Miss Wood, it's an outdoor venue, but it has a massive big permanent uh, marquee, but you get married under the sort of kind of under the mountain and it's hmm. got a beautiful um flower arbor and you can choose to have fresh flowers or you can have silk flowers um and it's just beautiful and hmm. so all the pews are sitting in front of that and yeah the artist was there and painted that picture so oh, they, I don't yeah, know I think well. they all do it differently but they kind of take a photo of what they would like to paint okay so some I've seen might do the ceremony so they might take several pictures and then they sketch out and then the painting begins maybe once they get to this to the reception or but yeah it's really really interesting but they kind of it's so realistic. I'm going to have to I have to send you some, Candice, because yeah. I just love them. Yeah. But so there's lots of things we haven't spoken about, obviously, like that, mm. that, you know, um, but it's like anything. Book it in. You see something you love and you want it, book it in. That's right. But, <laughs> yeah. Lock it in, Eddie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's that and there's, um, oh, fireworks or um, we had, oh. what about we had um, a couple who came in by helicopter um, <laughs> oh, and I was I was so cranky because she had she didn't know it was a surprise so I didn't know and she had all out Hollywood waves and I'm like <gasps> <"No!"> <laughs> <laughs> oh 
oh my god so you know there's those things um, um for those for those that I probably don't know Hollywood waves and wind do not work very well together <laughs> so that's why we're all knowing is because the, those two um elements one I'm like, the no, Hollywood waves are the very is going and she's got a her hair her hair's gonna fly everywhere oh no I was um but it didn't um and actually this was kind of cool because she messaged me afterwards to tell me about the surprise and she just said and you're not going to believe it my hair didn't move (laughs) (laughs) but she freaked me out momentarily but um Mm. yeah thank god for hairspray oh yeah and um also they were very um because she was really worried about her hair they turned the um propeller is that the right word yeah yeah they turned them off oh Okay. And then they started up again once she was in. Okay. And I'm like, either they've done this a lot or she requested that. I'm not yeah. quite sure, but I was like, hey, I'm right. sure they've probably, like, if they do quite a few weddings, then hopefully they would consider that already. Like yeah, the, the helicopter pilots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I think there's like those things that we probably haven't put into um, our list. But, you know, just to cap again, you got venue, photographer, videographer. Um, celebrant, you know, um, hair and makeup, all of these in the first, you know, 12 months, straight up, you know, you want it 12 months before your wedding yeah, to your have dresses. lost in those main things, mm. your dresses, some of the dresses take 12 months to come in from overseas. And even at least eight suits, months, right, can oh. take a bit of time too to order. and Yes, and we're yeah. going to um, talk to Rundle Tailoring and we're going to speak to them. But, yeah, we're going to chat to them about your suits because they've got a funny story about a groom that turned up two weeks <gasps> before his wedding needing a suit. Ooh. And then didn't lock it in. So, you know, I'm saying it a lot. Lock it in, Eddie. Yeah. But he didn't lock it in and turned up the day before he flew out to get married oh. Oh. and wanted a suit. And didn't have one because he didn't lock it in. Didn't lock it in, people. Oof. Now, Ronald Tallarine is amazing. So, of course, they got straight onto it and made it happen. Mm. However, I promise you this will not happen wherever. Um, (laughs) yes, some people, some places might just go, Oh, sorry, too bad. Oh, not some, most. (laughs) (laughs) This was next level customer service when I heard that story, but yeah, Yeah. so you know, you've got them, you've got your florist. Florist is really big. I talked to a couple of our florist friends, um, Mm -hmm. you know, locking those dates in all of it, Mm. all of it's important stationery, honeymoon, transport, yeah, accommodations. Um, Oh, gosh. Yep. I'm sure there's things we've forgotten and we will talk about it over time, but they're your main Definitely. things, lock them in, get them done um, no later than six months before your wedding. Yeah. But on another note, of course, I have I had a bride that booked nine days before her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a tragedy in their family and they wanted to get it done quick, but they still wanted it to be beautiful mm-hmm. and, you know, it can be done. Mm. And uh, I think most most venues and most people are completely understanding that if something is wrong or if something's not going right, that there are mm-hmm. customizations and there are adjustments, like the suit story that you just said. You know, all all of the people that are involved in weddings understand that things can go wrong and we try and help where we can. Oh, you 100%, know? except for as a bride, you need to be aware that they may not. 
as yeah, well, that's true. you know, yeah. because if you're not um, getting on top of this, when to book your vendors and you have no idea. And this is where I find that our brides um, that we've spoken to in regards to this, which is why we're doing the podcast is because they don't know where to start. They've never been married before. And even mm. if they have, maybe it was 20 years ago, maybe they, they didn't do anything fancy yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, so they don't know where to start. Yeah, yeah. They don't know where to start. They don't know what's normal. Mm. So we're here to normalize everything. (laughs) So I reckon we'll finish up with a couple of things. um, And I want to give you five places that you can start to look for your wedding vendor dream team. Okay. So here we go. Number one, you want to look in at wedding forums. So there are lots of different types of wedding forums, whether they're on social media, whether they are paid advertisement wedding forums. Um, You can Google them, look at places like Easy Weddings. Really great place to start where you'll actually have an indication of what a business is about from their profile and their reviews. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, always, always listen to family and friends because they'll tell you how it is. They won't. They will tell you whether they had trouble with that vendor on the day, whether they um, were their customer service was next level five star. Mm-hmm. They will give you some, you know, some details. However, it's a good place to start. It doesn't mean that that person is your dream vendor. So definitely look into it. Do a Google search. Look at other um, people that have maybe used their services. Um, and yeah, definitely take on some um, advice from from real weddings. Maybe some you've gone to. Um, story the other day, a photographer had just friend of mine just said to me, "I've just booked my third wedding from one bride because they were guests at her wedding and loved the way that I worked." Mm-hmm. Bingo! See, love it. See, one leads to the other. One leads to we've, the other. We've done it, a few of those too. Where, oh, my gosh. Um, you know, they were the bridesmaid in, in a wedding that we did the makeup for and now yeah. they're getting married. So they're using us because they liked how we did our, our makeup, they liked our personalities, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's what you want to take into consideration. If you've been to a wedding, you've liked what you've seen, you've liked the attitude, you've liked the person, give it a go. Mm. Um, third thing, testimonials and reviews. Always have a look at them and scroll, not the most recent ones. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Mm. Um, juicy stuff's always at the bottom. Juicy (laughs) (laughs) Juicy stuff's always at the bottom. Um, It's it's really important. Have a look and um, really take in the words that have written because it's got to resonate with you as well. Mm. You know, um, words that say, they were great, they were awesome. That's great. But look for ones that say they really listened to me. They gave us everything that we wanted. We were so happy with the results. Communication you know, of the day was great. Those kind of words. Yeah. Keywords. Number four, um, I don't think that this is like a have to, but, you know, um, there is the Australian Bridal Industry Awards and if you jump on their website, um, I know that every country has these kind of websites where, um, vendors uh, work on a percentage, you know, um, of satisfaction. And it's really good to have a look at the vendors that have been awarded and why they've been awarded it and, um, you know, those sorts of things. Look, I 
this is a, a controversial one for me to say because I actually don't think that awards are the be-all, end-all. Mm. There are a lot of amazing artists out there that don't have any awards and that's just because they haven't been nominated. It yep. doesn't mean that they're not amazing. Or but it's, they, it's, they actually don't want to put themselves out there for an award as well. Exactly. They yeah. just don't want to be a part of it and, yep. that's, and that's actually okay too, but it's something to consider. Mm. Someone's got a great award, look into it, but do the deep dive like I always suggest. Yep. And then my last one is social media. I think that you need to have a look that people are active on their social media because it is a way that we connect with other people, whether that's Facebook, whether that's Instagram, whether that's threads, whether that's um, a, a website. Um, you need to know that people are actually active on these things because it means that they're um, they're looking after you as as a community as well, you know. And, um, and it's a visual representation of them as well. And then yes, if yep. you are looking for that, you might be inspired and go, okay, I've seen you do this. Like, again, we've had brides that have come from um, our social media or Gloss Girl social media and gone, I saw that you did this style. I'd like similar. Yes. So, you know. And, and we love that. I mean, if you're coming to me and you're screenshotting my work, I'm like, well, I know I can do it, right? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> So that's my, um, just to wrap it up, that's the five things that I would say look for when you're looking for your dream wedding team just as a, you know, starter. And um, hopefully over this uh, two-part um, podcast, you've actually got some little golden nuggets to take away with you on when to book your dream team. Mm. Yep. So thank you. Thank you for joining us again. And um, we'll be back for more. Um, we will be. Soon. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again, Candice. Thanks for the convo. Thanks, Tina. All right. See you guys. Bye. Before we say goodbye today, remember to subscribe and keep that bridal glow shining. Your support means the world to us and we're excited to continue this beautiful journey with you. Stay real, stay radiant and hit that subscribe button to stay connected. I want to marry you.